Did you hear it? All right, we're live now. All right, hold on. Let me. Uh, okay, cool. We gotta get yeah, it. we back on the air. This is uh, episode thirty-eight, uh, part two. <laughs> yeah, now we can see everybody. Word yeah. up. All, All right, right, so this let's see. Uh... Yeah, this is it. He said, "Oh no, it's coming back." Well, yeah, we're gonna come on back. Um, let me pop out the chat, though. Yeah. Okay, we're good now. Okay. Yeah, so... And everything's switching properly. Cool. Yeah. Yo. Okay. All right. So hold on, real quick. I want to see if you guys can hear it. So what I was talking about was. Woo! So the. There's a second reverb in the, the Rhythm MK2. And that, that second reverb is all the buttons have springs underneath of them. And the case is so hollow that if you tap it, let me see if you can hear this. Yeah, you can hear the springs. You can hear the springs of the unit from across the damn room. So, like, when I'm sitting here programming beats, I kept hearing this reverb, and I was like, what the hell is that? It's the freaking springs under the button are so loud. It's literally louder. I have I have a full 19-inch spring reverb up on top of my modular case. I'm trying to move my head out the way. Right there, right? Uh -huh. I can tap on the case of my spring reverb, and it's quieter than tapping on the rhythm. Wow. <laughs> that is kind of well, you think about it. There's 12 springs in this. If that's a spring, oh, there's pad, more than right? that. There's, there's at least 16 just on the on the on the step buttons. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then you got the ones under the play, start, stop, the A B C D E F G, all that crap. Yeah, there's a spring under every single button on this thing. The multi-spring reverb. So yeah, yeah, but that that's again super minor gripes. Let me also say along with that. It's one of the best sounding pieces of gear I've ever heard in my life. Period. It's amazing. I cannot, I cannot uh, deny that. It is one of the best sounding uh, drum machines out yeah. today. It's it's really good, man. Steel. And now that they have the dual DCO mono sample on there, it's a monster. Point your camera. You're like hidden off to the corner. Oh, hold on! I, I gotta change my. It's because I'm I'm over here on 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 my iPad. Uh, there you are. I book, got you. booking something. <sighs> Man. Yeah. So um. So okay. Let me ask y'all. Those of you who actually have the Rhythm MK2, how you liking that dual VCO joint? I like it. Is it is is did it kind of meet your expectations? I was actually pretty surprised at how rich it sounds. Like it's it's a really rich analog voice. Yeah, it's, it sounds it sounds really good. Um, I'm actually not using it for bass. I'm using it just for an extra drum sound and making oh, making percussion out of it. Because you know, I'm not really feeling you know bass in a drum machine. That's just me. But <laughs> I feel you. Well, hold on. So let me get one more complaint. <laughs> All right. It's not really a complaint, though. To be honest with you. Um. So the the rhythm can pitch four octaves all right you get four octaves but it starts at negative two your pads are whitewashed we can't see the colors of the pads you know what stop being racist yeah <laughs> i try but you so, know you make it tough it's um so it, it spans four octaves and it starts at negative two and not every application goes down that low unfortunately um but that's like a really minute sound designer issue that most users are never going to deal with um, that being said, it sounds so good. I've been making multi-sampled patches with it lately. And it's just... And what I was talking about earlier about the pads um, and, and the sensitivity of them as far as how deep you can push. This one right now, I have the, um, the filters mapped to the depth of the pad. So you can... Which I do love that. Hey, put it in chromatic mode and let people see how it goes through the uh and how you go up and down. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So even if you don't have a keyboard, you can figure your way through 
because you all of a sudden got like four octaves that you can go up and down through. So yeah, I I didn't see any way to set up a scale on it. Um, I was really hoping that there would be scale modes, and mm -hmm. maybe that'll come later. Who knows? Um, I I certainly could see them doing that, but I can't really fault them for it either because it's a drum machine. It's not really meant as like a melodic. You know, it's it's not an analog. Form, you know what I mean? Right. So just the fact that we have the dual video alone is really dope. That totally. But you know what though? One of the things I can say about electronic, them, those fools though, they will throw some updates at you. So don't count them out just yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they introduce a scale mode for the dual VCA at that point. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I've I've found that I really like about this unit is is the filter and overdrive. Um, they just sound really, really good. Like they're not at all like they don't sound like oh, we just tossed a filter in this thing. Like, in, in my opinion, the Tempest sounds very weak. Like, the filter is just terrible. I, I don't like it at all as far as that stuff is concerned. I've come to terms, man, that I've, although I respect the DSi stuff, I've come to terms that I'm obviously not a big fan because I've, I've sold every DSi thing that I've ever owned. My my honest opinion, and it's completely subjective. The filter in the rhythm blows the filter in the tempest out of the water. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Hey, are yeah. there uh, are there CV outputs on the the rhythm thing? There's CV inputs. Okay. You know, actually, I haven't used those. Yeah, there's CV in. Hmm. Yeah, there is CV in. So there's two expression pedal inputs that also double as CV inputs. There you go. So and you can like they're true CV inputs. Like some some pieces of gear will have um, expression pedal inputs that can double the CV, but it's not like a full range. From what I understand, these can be set to be full range. I haven't used it yet. I'm actually still learning this thing, to be honest with you. Um, I'm a. I just I, I do struggle with with the more elaborate sequencing on it as far as like taking it from like I can do patterns on it just fine right now, but I'm still learning like to make an actual full song on it, um, which is like on the Tempest. It was the exact opposite. The Tempest, I was able to make full songs on it. No problem, like quite quickly, you know, Um so it, it's just a different way of thinking. Like you have to kind of think about things differently. There's a lot of really awesome tricks that make like a four bar pattern and turn it into a complete song, you know, conditional. Yeah. With the conditional tricks. Yep. All day, all day. That's what's so dope about it because, you know, sometimes, you know, I got to say with an MPC or a machine or whatever, you might get into a point where you make a loop of drums and that's it. You may, that you got to get into other sequences to do what else you want to do. But what's dope on a rhythm is that you make your sequence and you can add your your sprinkles of flavorings all through the drums and stuff, and then you could turn uh, anything that's extra uh, into you know a, a conditional trig. You know what I mean? So it only plays ten percent, twenty percent of the time. So then, or and you can make it random through there too. Different tricks coming different. So you'll have an evolving beat, an evolving uh, sequence. Just with how you use the probability and the, the uh conditional tricks and stuff, the P locks and all of that. That's my favorite, that's my favorite feature of the electron machines. It's just yeah. man, just that can those P locks and the conditional tricks. That's yeah. kind of something that I wish the MPC had. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've uh talked about that a lot. Probability <laughs> probability as a whole is something that I absolutely enough of when i'm programming like i love being able to say specific probability yeah i agree that's what's up but hey okay so yo ski how you how you loving that um and actually i think everybody on this podcast has one how you loving the mini brute 2s oh man that thing is that thing is a beast man that thing is uh, i love the fact that you can um <clears throat> you can add more voices and you can like um you know modulate you know different things like from envelopes to to lfos on each pad to you know ratcheting you know what i'm saying just to mm -hmm. kind of flip your whole basic idea around it's amazing yeah that, that's what's up i think that's what i dig about it mind you i've only had it for a couple of days but i gotta say this joint sounds much better than i thought it did initially i remember seeing it at nam when they were first showing it um and i was like okay cool sounds okay 
<laughs> but I don't know what they did to improve it. But from the time that I seen it a year ago or whenever that was to now, it's it sounds like a completely different machine. So I'm kind of looking forward I to do. it. And the addition of yeah, I'm, I'm sure you know what they did. To them. <laughs> <laughs> and the addition of the um from a from a mini brute perspective, the addition of that second oscillator is yeah. nuts. It adds a whole different richness and character to it. I like the um I like the metalizer too. I like you know taking other you know voices and throwing it into the metalizer and using that as a wave shaper. It's just it's really tight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Patch bay. You know I love the fact that I don't even have to use the boot. I can just use the patch bay and you know and patch it with my system and it, it does some cool stuff too. Yeah. Hey Steve, have you tried sending any drums through it yet? Um no, I have not. You gotta you gotta send some drums through it, man. That's that's where it gets man. Through, what, through the metalizer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've been doing that all day today. Like if you check my Instagram, um, I I posted some stuff earlier where um that's I got the mini brute two S with the neutron up top and and some other things, and I've got uh, let me see if I can adjust it a little bit. So that black module next to the oscilloscope. In there. Hey, hey, let me, uh, let me let me interrupt somebody. There's a couple people. I want to clarify. MPC does not have probability. <laughs> there's no, there's no thought of it coming that I know of. Uh, we were just saying that it would be dope if the MPC had kind of uh, conditional trees, P-locks, and probability and stuff. But no, it doesn't. So yeah, uh, what I was getting at though is that. Um, so I got like this fancy wave folder in there from Vintage Synth Labs, which is really dope. But uh, yeah, I use wave folders, especially kick drums, all the time. Man, like it, it will take like a ho hum kind of like standard 808 style kick drum and make it hairy, punch through your mix, and just ridiculous. Like, uh, so this guy right here, you hear that? Yeah, that is that's a standard like 808 style kick drum from the Delptronics Little Drummer Boy. Like, that's a really, really smooth sine wave kick drum, but it's mm -hmm. going through the wave shaper. And it just sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Mm. Yeah, I gotta get my I gotta get my um modular drum modules weighed up. I've I want those couple of two HP joints. Um they sound pretty dope, but I think the joints that I really want is the mutant kick drum and uh the mutant snare. Those are those are dope. Heavy, heavy. Uh yeah, I've got I've got the mutant kick in my back right now and the mutant snare. And mutant uh, hot glue, and 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 and. Another thing, though, another thing I like is the um that little AD uh, envelope with the loop function is mm, Yeah, crazy. yeah, it is crazy. Control the attack and decay is amazing. So to give a little bit of backstory on that, um, because I I was again fortunate enough to be you know involved in the early testing and stuff on that um the the mini brute ad envelope is actually modeled on the maths so <laughs> it's not it's not one-to-one -one identical like the the timing is slightly different um which is good because it, it kind of matches up well with the synth but uh the the functionality it's kind of like having uh one side of maths and getting that that AD envelope going like that. So when you loop it, it's like having the cycle button on on maths. Right, um, right. And yeah, you, I, I love and that. I love that, that that attack and decay time too, which is amazing. Like if you start looping it really fast, and then you start playing with the with the attack and decay times on it, you can get some really cool wave shapes. Mm. That's, that's 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 real dope. The fact that they have that on top of an actual regular ADSR. You know what I mean, but just a, a looping uh, uh, envelope is crazy. That it adds so much movement and so much possibility to the. And I'm just getting to know it, so I'm I know I'm gonna be discovering all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna have to get such a My bad, I'm in the lobby, man. They moving chairs and stuff. No, that's all good. All good. So, so yeah, the um. The changes to, to the voice structure from Mini Brute and Micro Brute, Matrix Brute, and now Mini Brute 2. Um, it's it's an interesting progression because the Mini Brute, the first Mini Brute, 
was really raw. Like mm -hmm. if you break one out right now and you start messing with it, you'll kind of get blown away at just how gritty and raw it is. Mm -hmm. um, the micro brute, they tamed it back just a little bit, not a lot, but a, a little bit. The, the waveform mixer on it will still overdrive your waveforms. Then the mini brute two and major brute are totally different from both of those. In that the waveform mixer does not overdrive your waveforms like on the old ones, right? You get that overdrive from a separate overdrive knob. So you can actually overdrive that completely separately and have way more control. And because of that, you have a lot more control into the metalizer because wave folders, um, wave folders are really, really sensitive to dynamics. Mm -hmm. So if you send into a wave folder really quiet, you won't get a lot of folding action going on. But if you send into it going really hot, you'll get a whole bunch of wave folding going on. So because they adjusted that um, that gain structure, it completely changed how that metalizer sounds. And now it sounds it sounds almost Bukla-esque. Like it's very um, – it's a little bit more edgy than that. But it's, it's got this um, this kind of really cool folding that it does that just sounds beautiful. It's great for percussion. Yeah, that's kind of why I like the the wave folders to build a lot of percussion sounds. I find myself building a lot of snare drums and like high pitched percussion stuff with the wave folders, man. And it's like super dope. So you guys just take basically take the wave folder and just shape sounds and just make packs out of them, shit. Say again. I said you guys use the wave folder to like, you know, take kick drums and snare drums, run it through it, tweak it, and then just make dope packs out of them sounds. I do that. I mean, yeah, I run my drum set through wave folders. Yeah, there. I do what? a little bit more to my sounds than just that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I over simple, simplify my job. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but that's that's pretty much a lot of the grit and aggressiveness comes from wave folders. Like, yeah, absolutely. Is it, like I said, especially. So wave folders work better on sine waves than they do on like square waves and saw waves and that sort of thing. You can get them to fold up on saw, on saw waves a bit, but it's really triangle and sine waves. The more smooth shapes are the ones that are going to respond a whole lot better. Um, so like, yeah, like a snare drum, it's going to sound more just like distortion. Yeah. But on a kick drum, it can sound really cool. Like you can take it from sounding like an FM. Like you could take a standard kick drum and make it sound like a FM kick drum just by using wave folders. So Ken, let me ask you this: What would you use on a squarish type kick if not a wave folder? What would you use? On me that? personally, like my first thing that I would go to is I like I like giving them fuzz, like like just straight up mm -hmm. overdrive and fuzz is the very first thing I reach for on that because I want. I want the harmonics to kind of get blurred a little bit so you get this, this bigger sound, you know? Gotcha. You're adding in a, a bit of that fuzz. And then and then it also comes down to how bright do you want it, how dark do you want it, that kind of thing. I do a lot of parallel processing with the wave folder because I don't like it. I like to have a mix between both. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And that's that's also how you can kind of keep that original tone but get this really broken up sound as well. So uh, the... I'm gonna bring this over if I have enough room. I, I was just wondering how long was that cord? You you really? I know. That. I'm like he got a hundred foot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, hey guys, hey guys, I do this thing called preparing. You oh, might want to try it sometime. Yeah. I don't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you your basement got brick wall, um, uh, cinder block walls. Look like you preparing for something else, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, let me ask you this: When you parallel processing on your modular, you just like kind of molt a kick, and you molt the uh, output of the metalizer, and then molt like a dry signal of the kit, and then you kind of blend it together like that. That's that's one way. Yeah, that's uh, it, it, it for me. It depends, and I'll I'll let Steel kind of answer that too. So, I, so that's from the modular perspective. I wouldn't be doing that in the modular perspective. I'd probably be using the modular with a wave folder to send my stuff to it, but I'm still doing all the parallel processing in the DAW. Got you, got you. Yeah, because- Let me do um, something separate to that, okay? okay. So that's, that's one way that you can do it. When you do it in the DAW, and especially when you do it after the fact, like if you already have it as a sample, and then you're processing a sample through the modular, 
it's really good to do it that way because then you can match up phase and all that kind of stuff. Right. But another really cool thing is this. So, and I have to kind of raise my voice because I'm on a dynamic mic. So if you can't hear me, just let me know. But all right. for instance, on this wave folder here, this one's really interesting because you got dry signal. You have a dry mix right here. So I can bring the dry in and I'm just going to make this, um, I'm going to clear this out, right? So we'll get, oh, hold on. All right, so look, so right now you, you guys can hear that kick? Yeah. Yep. All right, so it's just a standard regular kick, right? But it's going through this. And if I want, so that's the regular kick. And if I want, I can start wave folding it. Top and bottom separately. Oh, word? Yeah, this thing's crazy, man. This thing's really crazy. It's famous. Yo, what module is that? Well, <laughs> if you buy nails. <laughs> so, look, I'm going to turn the dry mix back, right? So, just a wave folded mix on this, right? But you have an independent adjustment of bias, right? So, check this out, right? I'm only doing the positive right now. So if I do this, that hit. Now I'm going to take the bias back, and it's going to break up. Here, I'm going to throw a few more kicks in here. How's it Mary? You're getting pretty faint, Ken, as far as your voice. Yo, guys, I'm about to get on this elevator, so I'm probably going to cut off, but I'm going to hit you back when I get in there. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Do you feel how the kick is more the kick is more hairy now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Watch this. I'm gonna bring up the negative side now. And then I can blend it in with the dry signal. Mm -hmm. And all that through that one mixer. Yeah, and that's so I'm actually parallel processing it straight with that module. That's dope. I remember when you got that mixer. I didn't realize okay, it was well, that dope. What, what is that mixer, though? Like, so <laughs> AWM3 by VSL. But that has a wave folder built into it? Yeah, it's... It, now, here's where it gets really crazy about that module, right? It's a it's a triple wavefold mixer, right, that does positive and negative wave folding separately, right? And it, it compresses, right? So you can be sending it multiple inputs. It's got... Uh, I believe it's a four, four input or three. Hold on, yeah, yeah. It's got three, three inputs on it. Yeah, so you can send it three different signals, right, and then compress them together. While you're separately on each channel, you can make the top end really brittle and and crackly, while the bottom end is really round. And, you know, you could do that on your kick and then on your snare, you can make the whole thing sound trashy. And then on your hi-hats, you can make it more clear. Um, you can so do like multi-band. So it's kind of multi-band. Yeah, you can treat it multi-band because it has three separate inputs plus compression. That is, so that's what I was going to ask you because what I like to do a lot in the DAW is I like to split my one signal into different frequencies. And then, like, for instance, I'll just wave shape the high mids so that yeah, I can do so that. So this thing is, um, it's from Vintage Synth Labs, and I'll, I'll just do a quick plug for my own show. If you go to the Flux With It uh, YouTube channel, I just did an interview with the guy who created it, um, like, I think less than a month ago. I did an uh, interview with him, and we, we kind of talk all about it, uh, that, and I just racked up his, his envelope as well. He's got a delay envelope that I did. Um, but yeah, so... But I use that wave folder. I use the wave folder on the brutes. I use the wave folder from Audio Damage uh, called Shapes. Um, I use all those wave folders because they're they each give a different character. So like when you're shaping drums and getting hair out of them, I use all different ones. And then on top of that, you get distortions, overdrives, sample rate reduction. Um, I don't really like bit rate reduction nearly as much. Um, Okay. I much prefer sample rate reduction over bit reduction because bit reduction is really just bringing up your noise floor, you know, if you really break it down. Okay. I'm looking at these modules. So you said you have the delay envelope. Yeah, I have that as well. 
I'll be having the filter soon enough. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do, I'm doing videos on all of that stuff just so that people can find out about them. Cause unfortunately, like, I mean, Eric, the, the, the owner of that company is an awesome guy and a great engineer, but they don't have a lot of press. Like not a lot of people seem to know about them cause they're a younger company, but yeah. they're making some really powerful modules. So like that thing is crazy. Ken, can you explain the delayed envelope to me real quick? Just so that is it. So, so yeah, like on, on, on a lot of synthesizers, you'll get, um, instead of just ADSR, you can have D ADSR and that's yeah. basically what this is. It gives you a delay and then you can separately trigger the different stages as well. Like I'll have to kind of show it. Um, is it, is it like controlling the time of when the envelope triggers? Yes. Okay. I need that in my life because that right there will cause me to, to basically nudge a lot of the stuff that I want over. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I like nudging a lot of stuff in sequencers and I feel like I would be able to do that with this, with this joint. Which envelope is that y'all talking about? The, the, the delay envelope. Yeah, that's the delay envelope. And really, if you guys want to get deep into it, I would say just go check out my show. Um, no, no, the, I will. I will because, know, I, really because I, I get deep on all of that stuff in it. So um, definitely check that out. But uh, and yeah, it's it's funny because people are like talking about my quote studio, which it's not a studio right now. This is definitely I'm, I'm just poking fun at you because, you know, your studio <laughs> right now. The thing about the dope thing about having a, a lab at the crib is that you know everybody's place takes its own sort of form, right? And we all well, hold on, hold on, no, no, because no. you're making it sound like I chose this, and this. No, no, I don't think that. That's not, not what, I speak what I chose. I know that that's a temporary situation for you too, though. That's not even half of your equipment. Yeah, it's not. So, and matter of fact, we're supposed to be doing that tomorrow. I'm supposed to be bringing over another load of equipment. So yeah, like he got you preparing for the apocalypse down there. Yeah, yeah he's like, if the world gonna blow up, I'm gonna be making beats. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm severely missing my robes, and, and I need it back in my life. Oh, speaking of the robes, Ken. Okay, so you obviously see behind me what it just came in with the Mini Brute 2S, and so I've been avoiding getting one of these for a long time. And what I'm doing is I'm running my roads through it. Mm -hmm. through the external. I did a whole sample pack like that. Man, that sounds good. Yo, it's a lot of possibilities. But you're running your roads through the matrix group? Yeah, yeah. running them roads through so the matrix Something group. about the matrix brute that a lot of people don't quite realize is that the matrix brute has an envelope follower built in. Mm. And, <laughs> and it accepts guitar level input. Mm. And, which which also mic level input. So you can actually set and if you set it up properly, you can have this thing following everything that you do. And, and it's super powerful like that. Yeah. And the analog delays sound fantastic on a Rhodes. Especially when you turn on the analog feature, bruh, if you haven't done that yet, there's something wrong with have you not? Have, man, look, I can tell you haven't done it yet. What's wrong with you? You said the analog what? The delay? The stereo delay? No, nah, you could put it into a chorus or a flat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I was doing that this oh, morning. God, it feels so good. Yeah, it sounds incredible. So, so see, that's the whole That's why I did it, right? So the reason I say, you know what? Um, now that I have this particular setup with uh, the Matrix Brew on top of the robes, I was running the robes into a separate input and all that. And I'm like, you know what? I could actually... Uh, remove some of the effects that I use and just run it through the matrix group and use the analog effects that's on the matrix group or or even add that into my uh, pedal sort of setup. So, um, yeah, man, I, I was... Hey, you you got that MIDI... Is, it, is that the MIDI Murph? What what pedal do you have next to it? Yeah, that's the MIDI Murph. So do you have that going to your uh, send effects? No, what I have right now is I'm using a drive for that. Um I was basically using the roads to that and then that into the matrix group. But now I've, I've kind of learned a little bit of how I can get the volume that I want. So I'm going to take that out and put it as an insert and see what we can make out of that. What I'm saying is, is on the matrix group itself, it's got, it's got insert return points mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. and then, so what I use, I don't have it set up like that right now, but what I typically do is I have uh, this guy. Hold on. You know me. I love, I love, Diving for gear. Ken's so, a magician. This uh, pull this I, I put drum machine out of my hat. I put I put this digital delay on it, uh, mm -hmm. which sounds fantastic. This is the uh, Boss DD500, 
And this delay is so slept on, man. Like these things are, I think I'll they're like, they're like 250 brand new. You can get them used all day for like 200 or 220. Um, and it sounds every bit as good as like a Strymon. Like these things are fantastic. And every single thing on it is MIDI. Like it's got DIN MIDI on it and you can MIDI this thing up like crazy. Plus yeah. you can send it CV. So a lot of people don't realize that. These yeah. this pedal's ridiculous, and it runs at ninety six k. Really? Like yeah, it's twenty four bit ninety six k. Hmm. Yeah. And did you say it sounds as good as a um? Strymon. It really does. Yeah. That's big yeah. talk. That's big talk. You sure? Yeah, the Strymon. So it's got a shimmer mode on it, and okay. and granted, it's a delay okay. shimmer. Um, and I will say that the shimmer delay sounds very different from the Strymon shimmer delay. Um, it has like a it just sounds different. Like it, it's just a different color. You know what I mean? Um, I, I like the Strymons a lot too. I mean, I, I love the the big sky and all that. Um, also, that's a that pedal costs three fifty, man. It's a what the DD five hundred? Yeah, you can get it for two twenty five all day. Oh really? Yeah, you right use yeah, like yeah. that? That's you're dope. Kind of the wrong place if you're seeing it for that. Oh, Sweetwater. That's that's what Sweetwater is listening for. Sweetwater doesn't always have the best prices. Sorry, Sweetwater. <laughs> word, word. You gotta yeah, look at that. I'm, I'm really enjoying you can find it for 225 all day. Like I'm 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 a broke cat. Like I'm a dude who like I'm I'm a I'm a starving artist, man. So like I'm always looking for deals. And I'm telling you right now, you can find it for 225 all day. I'm I feel yeah. like I'm gonna pull it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm gonna say though, I'm really enjoying and it, honestly it's just been a couple days, uh, but you know, obviously, I've had the Matrix boot at the crib a couple times. Once while it was still a prototype. Actually, every time I've had it, it was the prototype. But it's been once before it was out and once after it was out. Um, and I always loved it, so I'm glad I finally added that to the to the makeup. But to have the roads going through that, it's the a hell of a joint. Yeah, mm. yeah, the roads going you know, through the Matrix boot. Is, I, I, is crazy. So mine is mine's early prototype, and I so wish I had the paint job on because i love that darker paint job on on the matrix it looks so good you can't really even tell in, in this video right now but yeah mine's mine's like a light gray yeah mine's mine's the same gray as like the original mini brute what um what makes the matrix brute dope what makes it crazy everything i okay. think it, you know what the matrix for one <laughs> the matrix for one is 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 just stupid <laughs> I mean, the it, possibilities it's honestly, for it's honestly my favorite synthesizer in my setup because you can you can make patches on it so easily and nothing is hidden like there's nothing oh, on it. there's no that. menus at all like it's there's nothing hidden so when you're it's making my, stuff on it, it's all right there on the front it's monophonic yeah. it's, it's uh, monophonic but like that if you look at uh, on my IG this morning, I, I turned a, a, a monophonic patch or preset into paraphonic where I was playing three note chords. And I mean, it just sounds so beautiful with that analog delay on it and just the, the voicing of it sounds incredible. Honestly, I don't even feel like it should be called a brute. It don't sound like a brute to me. <laughs> you know? Corey, Corey, where you located, bro? Uh, I'm in L.A. He's oh. going to come steal your brute. <laughs> Yeah, let me know next time you're in LA, yo. Look up. The event I had when I was out there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know about it until after it was done. I didn't really, I saw, oh, check this out. Ski, yeah. Ski, me and you just got to jump on the turnpike and go to Ken's house. Hey, you ain't stealing my, <laughs> you ain't stealing my brute. Yo, Danny, where you at? I'm in Jersey. Oh, shit, okay, all right. Yeah, so, yeah I'm right here, man, so we, we just got to, we just got to go and all we got to do is get Ken some sushi. That's right. <laughs> and we good to go. He, he's distracted, so we can get we can grab that uh, matrix brute and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, yeah, Joe. Definitely, man, definitely slide by Ken soon, man. Get some. Yeah, 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 man. And, and hey, I saw that you were you were considering doing a, like an intro to modular course. You want to plug that? Yeah, I definitely want to plug that, man. Twenty eighth, man, of this month. I'm going to do an uh, intro to module class at the dojo in Brooklyn, you know. Do you know what day of the week that is? Yeah, what day? Yeah, because I'll head down. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I might be able to swing out. It's Saturday. 
Oh yeah, I might be able to do that, man. I'm gonna let's coordinate it, man. We'll just yeah. that's dope. I'm jealous. I can't I'm go. It. I'm with it. I got a couple of friends uh up that way that, that might want to come out too that uh would be good to have there. Okay, that'll be dope, man. We'd love to have you. And obviously, you know, like I saw your um message on my gram. I'm, you're more than welcome to co co teach this class because you definitely have more knowledge than me when it comes to this stuff. Oh, I'd be I'd be with it, man. I love doing that. So dope. That's what's up. So, yo, actually, I, I love the idea. I'm just gonna go back for a second. We're gonna we're gonna close this out, but I love the idea that you know what I've noticed and what we've kind of built here is like this whole mob map thing and a lot of like-minded cats and the fact that it's kind of spreading now. You know, my whole point for when I wanted to blend these two and, and you know, me and Ken talking and and when I got into modular, then meeting Shiro, who was doing, he's like the first guy I knew to put out like a modular and hip hop sort of project. But the whole idea was to kind of blend those two worlds and kind of push the envelope on hip hop because that's what we always supposed to have been doing anyway. It's what we always done at its best. Hip hop is like high art. So I love seeing what this is, what's happening right now with, with my man with the switched on BAP, with other stuff we're talking about doing with, with uh, Mod BAP, uh, with, with all these different things. And now courses and, and uh, events and stuff, man, it's coming together real nice. I love seeing the progress that, that uh, the movement is making. So all oh, yeah. Mod BAP. Sorry, I'm learning slowly. I just know once, once I get it, it's over. It's Drop off it. to the races. Yo, already and, know. Uh, Steel, when I come up, I can bring that case too. Yes. Oh, and 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 so, <laughs> I could probably build one of them um them suitcases I'm talking about too. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, uh, yo um Corey, I I, I want to say two totally unrelated things real quick. Mm -hmm. One, I've actually been listening to Switched On Bat more than any of the other albums that have come out and we know that there's been a bumper crop of new albums. Mm -hmm. uh, but Switched On Bat has been like, dude, I've been bumping that nonstop. Like, yo, rabbit hole theory. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. stuck on that rabbit hole theory, and, and the track that comes right after it. I forget the name of it. Um, Sneaky Foot. Yo, that. <laughs> good God, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Hey, I, I, hey, Ski. I got a question, man. What? Yeah. I wonder. I'm interested to know what your mixing process. His mixing process is called Young Guru. That's oh, young I was about to say. That's not fair. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I mean, like. The tracking of it. Guru oh. has Delaware ties too. So you need to hook me up. I do. I don't. I don't use the computer for anything. The only I do all the sequence and I do everything in my NPC, and then I send it out to Guru to mix. But I do like all the creativity. It's just the NPC and the modulars. That's it. Okay. Arrangement, all the sequencing in the NPC. It's easy. I'm I'm quick on the NPC, so it's super easy mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. top okay, shit up. Because so, that's kind of how I'm I'm thinking. I'm gonna work on my stuff. I'm gonna create a lot of the sounds on the Eurorack and then sequence on my whether it's on machine or my NPC, and yep. then, and then just track all that out. So yeah, I was just interested if you if it was all coming out of the modular into the DAW like multi-track. No, or, no, no. I did it like this. This is how I did it. I did okay. Say if I got like um, I got a sequence running, and I got like three different voices: a bass, some some blue blips, and some other crazy shit. Once I got my sequence going, I'll just basically, you know, turn the channels down. I'll just turn all the channels down. Turn up channel one. Make sure everything is sequenced. Sample oh, right to the NPC while it's exactly. going. High, then turn up the turn it down. Turn up the next one. Catch that because you know the NPC X. Well, all the new NPCs got that looper mode. So I just mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and I just catch everything. Yep. That's exactly I what I do, Steve. I haven't been using the looper mode, but I basically do the same process. Um, I do the same process live in the DAW, though, not in the looper mode. Mm -hmm. See, I haven't been using the looper mode, but I, I was doing that with more more with machine. But if you look at my desk, machine's not on my desk right now. Like I've kind of I've been doing more projects on MPC. And because of that, I've switched over. So, um, yeah, like. That's that's how ah. I like to work though. I like to, I like to sample little yeah. bits at a time and then arrange in in my my MPC or my machine or whatever. But yo, yeah, man, I'm so excited about the stuff I got coming from MPC. Yeah, yeah, I got ski. I got to pick your brain a little bit more about that, man. Just because, yeah, th there's a couple things that I want to do because I want to play drums and modular at the same time. Okay, 
and I want to figure We're out. Hook you up like Terry Crews when he had that commercial and he had. Oh yeah, like. Ah! <laughs> 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 I flex and that's like CB Gate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. We could do it. We got the technology. Yeah, man. This eloquence is just fucking saving my life as far as all the individual voices now I can use in sequence. I can have like eight different voices going now. You feel me? Opposed mm -hmm. to first doing it, I was doing like maybe two or three voices. Then I'll break the whole rig down and create some more voices to add on top of that, whatever, whatever. But now the eloquence, man, is just perfect for what I'm doing, man. You know, it, it's, it's super tight on the grid. But I, but I figure out a way to get around that, you know? I just kind of like, you know, I just let events happen how they happen, and I just kind of throw it in. I don't throw shit on the one. I just throw it in when it feels good. You feel me? Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I'm the same way. Like, for me, it's all free form, and then and then I sequence it, you know, after I capture the sample. Um, yeah. Man, all right, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna actually, when I go, I'm going to go walk Wheezy um, after this show, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw on this switched on BAP and kind of vibe to it. See, I'm telling you, man, rabbit hole oh, yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah. You, you just let it ride from beginning to end. It's a, it's a, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> That's what's up. I lost my brain when I heard when I heard rabbit hole theory. And, and Ski, <laughs> he, he was, he was live, he was live with me when I was listening to it, and like, yo, it shook me. <laughs> it shook me. I was like, <laughs> yo, right. um, but I, I wanted to touch base about the uh, so you got the Matrix Brew in in the lab now next to your Voyager, um, and we've had the conversation about the Voyager a few times, and I've told you every time not to sell your Voyager. You're right. You said who? What? Who sold a Voyager? You didn't. Sell I was it. planning on it. I did not. I was I was seriously considering at one point. Now look, this this will prove because sometimes people might hear me talk about a lot of different companies that I work with, and they they might be like, "Oh, he's biased or whatever." I am not biased. I just love gear, and I love to pick apart gear. Trust me. If you saw the list of things that I complain about to Arturia, to Ableton, to uh, Native Instruments, to all the companies that that I work with, mm -hmm. you would not ever call me biased. You know. So when you were a while ago, you were talking about possibly selling the Voyager yep. and just having the Matrix Brew. And I was like, don't do it because they're very different. And there's oh, no. Yeah, I was going to sell the Voyager for the Matrix Brew. No. In retrospect, yeah, in retrospect, I'm glad I didn't. Um, but, you know, because the the Voyager was one like one of those long time coming sort of dreams. And one time I just at one point I found it at a good price and flipped it. And I've had it for years now. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't sell it, and and then you know in the end I end up getting the 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 Matrix Brute for a crazy deal with with being able to to hook up with Arturia. So you um, got the best of both worlds right now, baby. Yeah, well, that's what I was about exactly. to say. Now that you have both in the lab, did you have a chance to hook them both up and just kind of enjoy yourself on both and discover what you like about the Matrix, what you like about the Voyager, and you know kind of get into that rhythm of okay, I like this for this, I like this for that. You know nope. what I mean? Haven't done that because it just arrived uh, Thursday, so it's oh, only been a couple yeah. days. Corey, uh, have you ran your rhythm? Have you ran your rhythm to the Matrix group? Uh, nope, haven't had the chance to do that either. But I have run. I have run. Uh, I've been doing some experiments with the Mini Brute Two S and the Rhythm MK Two though. Okay, so those are our fast friends. The, they sound great together. So, but yeah, I'm gonna be doing a lot more. But right now, only thing I've really done is just kind of. You know, played with some of the sounds and some of the uh, voicing on the Matrix route, and then ran my roads through it. That's about the extent that I've gotten through so far. Dope, dope, dope. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm really interested in more of like a long term update for me because I, I actually don't have a Voyager and I still want one. I actually want a Voyager more than I want like a vintage Mini Moog because I like the changes that they made. Like there, there are certain aspects that they added to the Voyager that aren't on the classic Mini Moog that I really like. Right. And there's certain things, like, I like the Mini Moog sound, but there are certain things about it that I don't like. Like, mm. I am not a huge fan of the non-gain compensated resonance. Like, I like... Mm -hmm. That's why... the bass out when you turn up the resonance. That's basically... That's one of the things with it. A lot of times, when I first got the Voyager, a lot of people... I was going to the forum a lot, and, uh, on the Moog forums, and a lot of people were like, yo, what are you guys using to give that extra oomph to the bass or to try to compensate you know, EQ. You know, EQ. You know, 
using a, I'm using a sub 37. That's what I'm using. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, hey, ski. Like no, no lie. Like I kept, I keep the sub fatty, and I still to this day, every every time it comes up, I tell people, I'm like, it is a perfect synthesizer. Like mm -hmm. I won't get rid of it because it's perfectly done. Like I complain about a ton of stuff. I don't have any complaints about the sub fatty. I think it's perfect. I love it. That 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 whole just driving. Like as soon as I. Hit the resonance and hit the filter and it goes down and I just fucking turn that uh, drive up. It's back on, baby. Yeah. Yep. I love I love both of those synthesizers, the the sub fatty and the sub thirty seven. I think they're perfect for what they are, and like I, I I don't get rid of them. I can do very very similar sounds on the Matrix Brute, but there is that slight difference to where if you're a hoarder of synthesizers, you're gonna. Who's that? I don't even know what that means. Hoarder. Of synthesizers. Yeah, it's called Ken. You looked that up in a dictionary. <laughs> All <laughs> green letters. You're fluxing. Yeah, yeah, you're fluxing. You're fluxing. You're fluxing with it when you're hoarding. Oh, oh, excuse me, sir. Your your flux is showing. <laughs> Yeah, all of the bass on switched on bap. Obviously, it's a sub thirty-seven, man. The shit is just—it's like yo, that um, that broken up lead type sound that you have on there. Uh, I believe it's sub thirty-seven, and man, it sounds so bad. I'm talking about it's on Rabbit Hole Theory. Um, it's I'm gonna have to throw this album on again right now. <laughs> That's what I would do. Hey, hey, you know what though? I want to say uh, with my Voyager. Uh, my man came through. Um, he came through. He's from um, uh, Studio Electronics, mm. and he. This was before the SEO two came out, and he was playing my Voyager, and he was like, "Why is it like that?" He <laughs> was like, "Why? Why oh, is it so smooth? That. Why doesn't it get mean? Why doesn't it get growly?" And I was kind of looking. I'm like, "What's up? What do you mean, man? That thing sounds great, but you know, everybody know like me and St. Joe, we like." more smooth and lush sort of sounds, not too aggressive. Hey, I use right. Yeah, but but you know what? When he did, I, what I realized later is that he was busy in the midst of working with Roland and those guys to make yes, the NCO 2 during that time. So he was doing a lot of comparisons and stuff. And I got to say that I think the SEO 2 is more uh, aggressive um, than the Voyager. But at the same time, it can do those smooth sounds and stuff. So. That's, that's, one of those, that's what I like about the Mini Brute too. Mm -hmm. Mini yeah. Brute too, to me, it can have both of those sounds. It can have a very smooth sound, but then it could also have a very aggressive sound, and that's why I kind of like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Just because it, it gives me that diversity that I'm looking for in like a small synth. Um, and man, just the fact that I could patch it with other stuff that's what's up. Mm -hmm. makes it super diverse for me. So. Uh, yeah, I think Arturia, they, they got a winner with that joint, man. Big time, big time. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm super surprised at how good it sounds. I just figure out my, my setup over here, though, so I can put the Mini Brute S, uh, the Mini Brute 2S in front of my modulus, but Wait, I don't have it in front of it. They need to make levitation shelves. Like, they don't... <laughs> why, why those things are not real yet is beyond... They are. You just got to use really heavy magnets for them, Ken. Is that what, yeah, but I, I think but that it'll, might, it'll destroy your equipment though. Yeah, destroy all the hard drives and flash drives near. <laughs> Yo, can you hear that? Can you hear that? Yeah. I just want to I just want you to hear the 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 raspy uh synth on this real quick because this is that sub 37. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm guessing it is, but I'm pretty good at picking out sounds, so Okay. I don't want to get I don't want to get popped by uh, ski and have me to pay royalties. <laughs> you mean you mean what part you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That. Yo, that's the dual phonic sub thirty seven in action right there. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's it. I tell you, I yo, I was hitting ski up. I was like, yo. Yo, is that is that the no coast? He's like, yeah. I was like, yo, is this that? Yo, tell me I didn't get them all right. <laughs> yo, the uh, the that the drum sounds is that from modular? No, I don't do modular drums. I'm still working I with it. Don't. I'm gonna I have it. Don't you know, do modular drums too, though. But you know what? I, I, here's what I'll say. I I design a lot of drums on modular and in other ways and create certain themed packs. 
and then I'll use those. And so sometimes I'm not sure what's coming from modular, what doesn't, but it's never a part of the live sequence, the drums being from modular. It's yeah. always from my packs and in my setup. Yo, so I've, I've spent a whole entire night making a bunch of drum sounds in uh, soft tube modular and in VCV. And then I brought them into the rhythm and started layering them with samples. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the oscillators in here and man, it sound crazy. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> Give me some sounds. Yeah, I got you. I got I mean, you. Yeah, hey I guys. Like, I, I like rock Can I introduce somebody real quick? Just real, real quick? Drums. Yeah. I got a new member of my family. Oh, uh, hey! This Yo, is Shuri. Dog is big quick, man. Yeah, this is Shuri. Um, so, unfortunately, my, my border collie of 14 years passed away. Uh, Elvis passed away uh, about a month ago. And Shuri, uh, we were going to wait about a year before we got another dog and we ended up waiting like a week <laughs> i think we did repay uh so we oh, got a new I, can't, I, can't let you, I can't let you flex ken wheezy come here buddy <laughs> so yeah this is this is shuri <laughs> this is our border collie and she's wheezy ain't coming through unless you got food and snacks look at this guy he come over here like <laughs> wheezy <laughs> She's adorable and she's super awesome. So I just wanted to introduce everybody to Weezy Meet Shuri. Shuri. Weezy Meet Shuri. Yo, we about to Ken, we about to be family, dog. Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Weezy. all right. So yo, we about to I'm about to I'm about to end this joint, man, because I gotta get out here and, and hit these streets with the fam and you know, do the the uh yep, yep. and stuff. So hey, ski, good luck yep. on your show tonight, man. I know you don't need luck because you got skill. Um uh big big shout out to you for for the switched on bap joint that you dropped looking forward to more of the work that you do and, and i think it's dope to doing a workshop too man I so, appreciate it, yeah that's real dope and uh ken and uh still keep doing what y'all doing man anybody got anything they want to plug on the way out uh man uh shit bro you, you already know check out uh, check us out at msx audio uh and uh racksforlive.com we got some really special things about to drop uh around this week so yeah and speaking of that i need to have me and me and Seth have been talking a little bit we we've been tossing around a couple of things and uh i'm gonna get some focus together and, and make sure these couple things happen so i think it's gonna be dope to oh Corey, you, you already know you already know man we just yeah. That's what's up. Like doing an MSX audio beat people collab of some sort is going to be real dope. So yeah, put that in the works. You know what it is, Corey, man? One thing that I always want to tell people is always try new things, man. Don't get stuck. Mm -hmm. Don't get stuck in a place where you feel like, oh, this is just the way that I make music and I'm going to make this music this way forever. Like I'm encouraged by seeing Ski Beats constantly reinvent his himself mm -hmm. um, with his music um, because Man, we've seen him go from the machine guy to the Ableton guy to the sampler guy to the you know, so he's kind of, he's constantly evolving in how he makes music and doesn't get kind of stuck in this one place. And I'm always kind of encouraged by that. And that's kind of why for me, I'm just like, well, this year all I'm gonna play is rock music on drums, and next year all I'm gonna play is jazz, and then I'm gonna not play drums, I'm just gonna play bass. And I'm you know, I'm gonna kind of put myself in a position where I'm uncomfortable in order to get better. And I I that's how you stretch, though. That's that's yeah. how you grow, right? And you got to put yourself in uncomfortable places in order to explore those places and, and kind yeah. of grow in a lot of ways. Yeah, so I just want to encourage all the, the viewers of the podcast, man, this week, man, try and find something that's going to challenge you in order to, you know, get to land. level 9,000 of, 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 of producer and musician, you know? Cause I think, like a rhythm. Yeah. Well, so, so, any electron. Yeah, yeah, any electron is gonna either force you to want to quit. I'm just saying, it's it's challenging me right now. Currently. Yeah, it's gonna force you to want to quit or get. Go but I'll tell you what, if you get yourself a Digitac to start off with, it's 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 like crack, yo. You'll be stealing a television by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anybody, anybody got that analog phone? <laughs> All right, hey, hey, Ken, what you what you got going on, man? You want to give a no. shout out to anything you're doing before we? Be yeah, up? yeah, yeah. I've got uh, I I actually I kind of forgot about it, but I actually have some new sounds that are up on sounds.com. Yeah. So you can go check out Flux with it on sounds.com. Um, 
I just released a new pack. I forget what it's even called. I don't know. But yeah, I I'm constantly putting new sounds up there so you can Wait, check what you, out. what you put up, Ken. Hold on. Here's, here's what I'll here's what I say. Actually, everybody on here, if you will, in our text chat that we got going on on the on the on the smartphones, send me links of anything you wanna uh want me to put in the comment. I mean in the uh the description of this video. And once it's up live, I'll go ahead and make sure we put links to switched on BAP and whatever other new stuff Cass is working on. Because I also want to say, uh, send a, leave a link to um, uh, MSIMP's new iOS yeah. beats from yeah. iOS, which is cool. So I think if you ain't listening to nothing else right now, you listen to switched on BAP at beats from iOS by MSIMP and switched on BAP, obviously, um, by Ski. So I'll put links to those things in there. Oh, uh, so just so people know, like this is this is my sound, and I'll be honest with you, I much prefer people to just go to shop.fluxwithit.com because I make way more money off of that stuff than I do when I when I have it up on sounds.com. But hey, it's cool for people to get an introduction to what I'm all about. Um, and in truth, I need to update shop.fluxwithit.com because I've been so busy with other stuff that I've just been kind of up updating to uh, sounds and not I my own like, site as I feel much. Like there's a lot of green. So you know what? Green's my favorite color. If people don't like it, they can eat me. Uh and, and I'm totally fine with that. Uh, because I taste delicious. Oh geez. And I'm and I'm and I'm healthy and hearty for you. So cutter yeah. kicks is dope. Uh Atlas Drums is dope. Uh I got the Brutish series, which is basically all drum brute stuff and different drum brutes processed. Highly recommend people check out the Emacs stuff because that's the Emacs pack is really dope. I like it a lot. Um, and then I, I released something new. I was just looking for it. Uh, oh, there it is. Mod Bap Drum Loops. <gasps> Mod Bap Drum Loops is up now. Uh, Mod Bap Drum Loops Lite. I'm going to have a full version that's going to be up on my own site. And uh, I guess I can I can say that uh, I've been working with MSX also, and that's dope. So I kind of formed a partnership with MSX Audio. Yeah, boy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually really excited about that because, you know, it's Steel and MSIMP, and those are great guys. And I know uh, Mike Checkmate also been over there. I know uh, Kev Brown's also been over there. So a lot of, lot of good people that I respect. So it's nice to work with people that I respect. You know what I mean? So there's okay. a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff coming. Hey, uh, Ken and Corey, uh, and, and I've been looking at this Qubit Nebulae. Um, Version 2. Yes. Yeah, I know so, it. I think I think we're gonna have in Marco Polo. We're gonna have to talk about it. Because, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in private because there's uh, so much to discuss. Yeah, I'm, I'm the actually, funds. The funds. <laughs> yeah, but also it's because I, I want to get a morphogene, but I'm trying to figure figure out like. Well, I'm I'm up between. I used to own the the phonogene, and I loved it. It was really quirky and weird, and the morphogene does a lot of the stuff that I wish the phonogene had done, like having an SD card slot so I could save. Plus, plus the, the morphogene is all new with the latest update. And honestly, I just haven't been in a lab enough lately to, to dig well, into it. Well, then just send it Corey. No, I'm not planning I don't have enough. <laughs> the morphogene is cracked, man. I just got the silver plate for my morphogene and I'm on it even. Man, man. okay. So, okay. So, so, I want, so I want a morphogene and what's the name of the Strymon, uh, the Strymon Eurorack that they just came Oh, out. yeah. I have it right here, dude. Look. Yeah, yeah. I know you have it, Ken. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. And guess what color the LEDs are? Green, I know, Ken. That's right. They're green. <laughs> yeah, so I so I want to get a Morphogene and a Magneto. Um, and, I, and I think I want to create a two-module rack with just those two things. That's an ill little rack. I keep, I keep fluctuating pardon the pun, between uh, the Morphogene, the ER301, yeah. the Nebulae version 2, yeah. and the Bitbox. Mm. All of those are super, super dope sampler modules that have me very interested. Most of those are really expensive. Do they make little boxes, little Eurorack boxes that I can just put the... The lunchbox. Yeah. Wait, yeah, you and you and you got me. So wait, 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 wait. What lunchbox? It's it's called a lunchbox, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it looks like I a lunchbox. Have a legitimate, lunchbox. I have I have an actual tin lunchbox that's USB powered that you can put your modules in. 
wait, no. Hold on, hold on. And and it has a boombox on the cover of the tin lunchbox. You should, you should get something like this, man. This is real small. No, I'm talking about smaller than that. Like even smaller than that. I'm talking about I have a legit lunchbox, like a tin lunchbox that is USB powered. That has your it's your Iraq USB powered. To that, go get it. Let me see it. I'm trying to find it right now. I don't know if it's at my old studio it's or probably at your old studio because I haven't seen you with it in a while. I think I remember, I remember it's you at my old studio. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring it over tomorrow. So one of the things that I want to do is I want to start using like these Eurorack modules as like inserts in my you know in my mixer and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, I just found one from by Pub Logic. Um, okay. Oh, that's not bad. The lunchbox. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Okay. Yeah, man, because I, I, Ken knows I'm, I'm a fan of just processing through Eurorack, not necessarily making a lot of music with it. That's how I started, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what I, man, yeah, I, I would love a little desktop unit that I could just have like two modules and that I could. Just- I'll hit you up later on. I'll hit you up later on on Marco Polo, which again, I like shouting out Marco Polo because I don't want to see the app go under. And yeah. um, we use it. It's basically, it's text, me- it's group text messaging, but instead of text, it's video. So yes, if sir. you're if you're all on there live, you're seeing the video live, and if you're not live, the videos just kind of stack up, and you can watch them later and respond to them later. It's really great. Check yeah, out Marco Polo. Really good. Yeah. All right, yo. All right, so we're gonna be out, man. Um, thanks for for coming through and checking us out, and uh, yeah, let's do it again soon next week. See y'all. All, all right. right. Peace. Peace.